SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap on a Wednesday evening. I'm Brad Brown coming to you from a pretty sunny Cape Town today. It's been a fantastic day in the Mother City. I hope it has been a great day wherever you are. Thanks to the MoneyWeb team. Uh, they back on your radio tomorrow at 6 p.m. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll take a look at what's happening with Team South Africa at the Paralympics. We'll also take a look ahead to tonight's UEFA Champions League action and recap what happened last night. We'll look uh, towards the Varsity Women's Football that's taking place this weekend in Porto Struim. And uh, we'll also chat some rugby. But let's start with football news. Full list of fixtures to look forward to this evening in the Absa Premiership. Kaiser Chiefs welcome Platinum Stars. Golden Arrows host Cape Town City. And then Free State Stars up against Bloom Celtic. Defending champions Mamelodi Sundowns are away to Maritzburg United. While Chippa United travel to the Lucas Moripe Stadium to play Supersport United. The Chile Boys coach Dan Malicella says uh, it's a team that they shouldn't take lightly and there's no way that they can let complacency set in. The balancing of the mind is so important that you know you come from a game of people think, you know, everybody, obviously every player holds sundowns at highest thing, you know, you know. And the danger would be to think, ah, who is Supersport? The other danger is when you look back at our game against Supersport uh, in the second round last season, we had them pinned against the wall big time, and uh, uh, we drew 1-1. I think we were leading it. We drew 1-1. Now, all those psychological things that look like an advantage to us, you know, could be just complacency building up. So we we need to have a, a balance. Chippa have also been dealt a massive blow with the news that Rolani Manzini is going to be missing tonight's game. He should be out for at least six weeks. The coach has more. That's a big setback, eh? A big setback. He got injured when he, 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 he hurt himself the first time. That's a big, big setback for us. Very big, massive. Um, Manzini, he, he, he broke his uh, metatarsals the, the first time. And it's the same thing that happened now. And, and they take a long time to hear. And I'm just hoping that the miracle can happen. Kick off in those matches, 7.30 tonight. Last night, Polokwane City and Bitvest Vitz played out to a goalless draw. Baraka FC went down 2-1 to Highlands Park. And Orlando Pirates beat Ajax Cape Town by two goals to one as well. Europe, uh, European football news, head of the Slovenian Football Association, Alexander Seferin, has been elected as the new president of UEFA. Seferin, who replaces the band Michel Platini, beat Dutch FA president Michael van Prague. Seferin says he understands the magnitude of the job at hand. Thank you for your fantastic support. It's a great honor, but at the same time, great responsibility. It means a lot to me. It means, and my family is very proud about it. My small and beautiful Slovenia is very proud about it. And I hope that one day you will also be proud of me. Thank you very much. UEFA Champions League actions look forward to tonight. The pick of those fixtures. Manchester City playing their postponed match against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Bruges up against Leicester City and Real Madrid hosting Sporting Lisbon. The Cape Cobras have bolstered their coaching staff for the upcoming season. Former Protea Ashwell Prince has joined his franchise as an assistant coach. Alan Dawson has been appointed as the convener of Cobras Selection Committee. And internationally, the West Indies have axed head coach Phil Simmons, Joel Garner, taking place in the meantime. Coming up next, we head to... Uh, to, uh, or we'll chat to Manfred Sider to find out what's happening at the Rio Olympics. SAFM Sports Wrap. Manfred Sider joins us now. Manfred, uh, medal 
taking our tally to eight in the early hours of this morning. But uh, so far today, no luck for Team South Africa. Not yet, but we one game away from picking up another bronze medal, Brad. Uh, Lucas Etoli in that men's uh, wheelchair uh, tennis match. Uh, quad singles bronze medal tennis match. And uh, won the first set 6-1, 26 minutes. You blink and it's done. Lost the second one 6-2 in 34 minutes. And is now 5-1 up. Um, it is love 30 on her serve, though. But that is two breaks off serve. So one would expect touch wood that uh, he would cl- be able to close out uh, this match but stranger things have happened so no bronze medal yet but it, it kind of is edging that that way so cool. we'll just keep our fingers crossed on that we are keeping uh, fingers crossed there was also a big announcement today Manfred just sorry uh, one of our swimmers uh, someone who's been a stalwart of uh, Paralympic swimming has uh, called it a day Ahmed Hasim has decided no, that's it, his uh, Paralympic career is over. Yeah, look, I mean, he's been one, I think this is his third Paralympic Games, uh, and, you know, he's, that's that's a period of 12 years, so that's that's a very good innings, and, uh, you know, you get to a point where you have to say, okay, only so far and, and no further, but uh, we are at a bit of a crossroads with our, our Paralympic athletes in general. Um, we looked at, in particular, last uh, last Paralympic Games in London, you looked at somebody like Oscar Pistorius bringing back three medals, uh, Natalie Dutoy bringing back five medals, Ernst van Dijk uh, in Beijing was brought back three medals and so on. We're missing those athletes. Hilton Langenhofen is another one. We're missing those athletes who are bringing back multiple medals. Um, you know, if you, if you took Oscar Pistorius, uh, Natalie Dutoy and, and Hilton Langenhofen right there, you've got 11 medals already. Um, and they're now gone. Now you need to, it's almost the same situation in cricket where who do you replace Jacques Cullis with four, four separate players and that's the situation we're sitting with with the Paralympics that uh, we're missing these these athletes who bring back multiple medals so our medal tally is and until we find the <coughs> excuse me until we find those athletes again is not going to get anywhere near the heyday what we had four years ago where we had 29 medals and, and you know before that as well so it's it's going to be quite intriguing. Absolutely, Manfred Sider. Thank you very much for that. We'll have updates throughout the evening here on SAFM as uh, Team South Africa chases more medals. Hopefully, we'll have good news for you by the end of the show this evening. Coming up next, we chat some football. Music, major crimes, masterminds and mayhem all coming your way on SABC3 this September. Electric guitars are amped up high and it might get loud, while the late great Michael Jackson makes all the right moves in This Is It. Kick-Ass takes a fresh look at the superhero movie. Security guards turn art thieves in Maiden Heist. And a minor faces major charges in Like Minds. A major movie experience all through September on SABC3. Sick of always missing your favorite SAFM shows? Well, now you don't have to. We have a free podcast service that allows you to access them directly from your cell phone, PC or tablet, whenever and wherever you're ready to listen. Go to safm.co.za and click on podcast. This takes you to the SAFM page on iono.fm. Follow at iono.fm on Twitter or like it on Facebook for regular updates. You never have to miss your favorite shows. SAFM podcasts powered by iono.fm. SAFM brings you live, interactive, topical news from current affairs, global warming debates, women's issues, to interviews with top literary connoisseurs. To join our conversations, visit our website on safm.co.za. Follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio or simply like our Facebook page, SAFM Radio. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. 
staying with Paralympic news, veteran Paralympian and champion of disability sports in South Africa, Zanele Situ has won Team South Africa's eighth medal at the Rio Paralympics. That after she finished third in the women's javelin F54 with a personal best throw of 17.90 meters. With a bronze medal, Situ finished behind Nigeria's Flora Ngungwa who took gold with a world record throw of 20.25, and Tunisia's Hania Aide, who got silver, competing in her fourth Paralympics since becoming the first black South African Paralympian uh, to win a gold medal in Sydney 2000. Situ stopped short of saying she surprised herself with this medal. I don't know if you explain it. Um, maybe I, yeah, I didn't really expect, as I, before I said, the competition you can't really be 100% sure where you're standing, especially when you don't know the people who are new. Uh, and if you know the people who are always there with you, you really know where you're standing. Because on the other side, I knew that I knew the people I compete with. So there were also other new people which I don't know. So for me to get a medal, it, it was something I didn't think when the Nigerian girl uh, make over 20, so I was really like, I'm out, you know. But after the last show, I don't know what it, I, I can say, you know, I was really more than it. Since her first Paralympic Games, Situs now won two gold medals and a bronze in javelin and a silver in discus between the Sydney, Athens, Beijing and Rio Games. Situ, who was Team South Africa's flag bearer at these games, seemed to have resigned herself to finishing fourth. Anyway, for me, it was not there that much because I knew there are two ladies who were really good. So when the first one came through, then I knew that I'm already out I'm the fourth place. So even for the second round, I was just trying my best. I didn't know where I'm sitting because I didn't even go to check even the, um, the result, the position I am. But the last round, then I saw it. I was really, uh, I don't know. So I was, I don't know. God knows. I was just giving everything to him because we really tried a lot each and every time we give the best. At some stage, the 45-year-old had set a new Paralympic record with her throw, but that was before Ungungwa's massive throw. C2 hails from the Eastern Capes as having a good early throw could have been advantageous at times. I did really try my best to make um, a good start because if I will uh, think that it, I will go for the good start at the last, I mean the, the, the last round I go harder, I will be missed missing a lot of things, I will make more mistakes because I will be under a more pressure. So for me, the second position was a good time for me to just like go for it at once. So I was really happy because I didn't do a, a no-tro in the first round. So I was happy with that. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and it was an interesting night in the UEFA Champions League last night. Some uh, massive results, lots of rain, uh, and we've uh, I think we've got more of the same tonight. Hopefully not the rain, but uh, some good results. We're joined now uh, by football journal Irfan Adam. Irfan, welcome. Nice to nice to catch up. Haven't spoken in a while. Gee, some some interesting results last night. I think let's talk about the big one: Barcelona putting seven past Celtic. Yeah, it's definitely uh, great to be back, uh, Brad. And as you mentioned, we got off to a bang with uh, that game between Barca and Celtic. Interestingly enough, Barca headed into that game on the back of a defeat to Deportivo Alaves, who I'm sure many Liverpool fans would uh, remember after the 2001 uh, UEFA Cup uh, final defeat uh, at uh, 
I think it was at the New Camp a couple of years back when uh, one Gary McAllister scored a famous goal for Liverpool. But yeah, Barcelona bouncing back emphatically. Lionel Messi with a hat-trick. I'm sure many Fantasy League players would have enjoyed that. But uh, had Celtic uh, managed to put away a penalty, they would have levelled matters, and I'm sure that would have changed the outcome of the game. But uh, ifs and buts don't matter in uh, the world of football. No, exactly. There was another big scoreline uh, for Bayern Munich as well. They, they won 5-0. I'm calling Bayern Munich to be one of the favourites to win this tournament. I know they've always been mentioned as favourites, but uh, with Carlo Ancelotti at the helm, he's very cool, calm and collected, and he has a sort of measured approach as uh, he tackles his games. We saw his uh, one Champions League with Real Madrid and twice with AC Milan. So uh, while they naturally, I, I'd like to congratulate them now for winning the Bundesliga already, but uh, I think they're certainly going to be a force to be reckoned with uh, in the Champions League. Looking at uh, some of the other results, uh, a very good win away from home for Atletico Madrid over PSV. But I'm looking at that Arsenal-PSG clash. Uh, Arsenal going down 1-0 very early, uh, but uh, bouncing back uh, with 13 minutes to play. Alexis Sanchez getting the equaliser. Uh, they'll be satisfied with that away from home. Yeah, definitely. A point in the bag uh, is better than uh, leaving Paris without anything in anyone's book. But uh, I'm sure PSG manager Unai Emery will be looking at Edinson Cavani with uh, fairly big eyes because the Uruguayan striker missed a number of clear-cut opportunities. And a lot of eyebrows were raised before that match with the selection of David Ospina ahead of Peter Cech. And I think the Colombian came through with flying colours. Uh, he produced a couple of blinding saves to uh, secure Arsenal that point. So certainly a good result for the Gunners, but PSG will certainly look at that as a missed opportunity. Yeah, that they would. And then again, that should have taken place last night. I think a lot of people were looking forward to it. Manchester City against uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, nearly turned into a swimming gala, but they've postponed that they're playing that tonight. Uh, yeah, in your time as a sports journal, would you have ever imagined that a football game would be cancelled due to rain <laughs> in Manchester? <laughs> never, never. It should, it yeah, should a, lot be... of, a lot of history in that game because uh, they, they have played each other before and City have always overcome them quite easily. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot to prove for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Remember, they did lose the talismanic captain uh, Granit Xhaka to Arsenal, and how they had just uh, two life without him uh, is it's going to be quite interesting. And also, uh, the Pep Guardiola effect uh, at City is his initial stages in the Premier League has been outstanding. I mean, and he comes into the sun on the back of a derby victory over his nemesis uh, Jose Mourinho. So confidence will be high in the City camp. Uh, and uh, remember, Sergio Aguero will be back for this one. He's only banned domestically. So uh, City at full strength at uh, with Borussia Mönchengladbach coming to town. Uh, it's not uh, looking really pretty for the Germans. Yeah, absolutely. And there's two other English clubs uh, involved in UEFA Champions League action tonight. And it's it's not two clubs you would ordinarily associate with uh, Champions League football. One is the uh, defending uh, Premier League champions, Leicester City, who haven't got off to the best start uh, at home uh, in, in in the domestic league. They're away. They're taking on Bruges. They they oh, it's going to be it's going to be tough for Leicester, isn't it? Definitely, definitely a, uh, uh, an entirely different ball game. Mm. But uh, I think Leicester can be confident. They've uh, spent 12, they've spent 65 million pounds, which is an astronomical figure, but it pales in comparison to the big weights uh, in the, in, in, across the continent. But uh, when the draw was made, I think they'd be, they would have been confident. I think they've got uh, Club Rouge, FC Porto, as well as FC Copenhagen. So many would back them to come through from that group. And uh, in order to progress in the Champions League, we all know how important uh, away games and uh, what better way to start against Club Bruges, who's making it through to the group stages for the first time in 10 years. 
So certainly a lot to look forward to for Leicester City and already cloudy run areas down talked. He's, uh, he's downplayed his team's chances and uh, saying it's the impossible dream all over again for them. So we know he likes, he, he relishes the role of the underdog and uh, how they fare in Belgium will, would, would go down uh, as to how the two Algerians play. I think Islam Slimani, the record signing, is in for a start. And his experience on the European uh, stage would definitely hold him in good stead. Of course, there's Jamie Vardy and Riyad Mahrez. Uh, so there's quality all across the pitch. We saw what they could do with, uh, when their backs were against the ball last season. And now, uh, well, the world is their oyster. Mm, absolutely. The other English club, of course, Tottenham Hotspur, they uh, are taking on Monaco at Wembley. By Leverkusen up against CSKA Moscow. Should be a great game as well. And uh, I'd like to think I've saved the best for last. I know you're a big fan. Real Madrid up against Sporting Lisbon at the Bernabeu. Oh, of course, uh, Cristiano's first team. Who would have imagined it's a draw made from absolute Portuguese football heaven, the prodigal son up against his first team. And how much he's progressed ever since he's moved on from Sporting Lisbon. So, uh, yeah, so, no team has actually defended the Champions League under its modern name. Uh, the last team to do so, I think, was AC Milan back in 89 and 90. So uh, we know Real Madrid thrive on breaking records uh, and uh, they'll certainly want to get off to a winning start. They've shown that they can play without Cristiano. Uh, they started the season quite well. He only made his comeback in, uh, at the weekend and would you imagine it uh, scored within six minutes of the opening whistle. So yeah, plenty to look forward to for uh, Real Madrid and also Sporting Lisbon. Uh, they in somewhat of a rebuilding stage with the departure of Slimani, as I mentioned, to Leicester City and also as well Mario who was uh, the midfield gentleman who played so well at Euro 2016. He's moved on to Inter. So for Jorge Jesus, the sporting manager, I think uh, he's walking a tightrope already after their start of the season. They haven't been that great. And uh, baptism of fire in Europe. Should be a fantastic evening. So much football, so few TVs if you take all the uh, PSL action before that and then uh, all the UEFA Champions League uh, a little bit later on this evening. Uh, enjoy the football, Irfan. I know you're going to, and thanks for your time this evening on SAFM Sports Trap. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure chatting to you, Brad. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. You're listening to SAFM Sports Wrap, and uh, we chat about it fairly often here on the show, talking about Varsity Sports, and we touched on Varsity Women's Football a few weeks ago, and uh, it all gets underway tomorrow uh, in the Northwest, and uh, I thought we'd uh, touch base with the folks from Varsity Football once again, and it's a great pleasure to welcome onto the show today is the head of Matchday Operations, Baps Mfundisi. Baps, welcome onto uh, SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Bobby. Thanks so much for having us. No, no worries at all. A big day tomorrow. Obviously, it gets underway, the, the women's football. And uh, much is expected again. Lots of pressure on TUT. They've won this thing a couple of times. Can they make it three in a row? What do you reckon? Look, uh, I definitely think that TUT are the strong team of the weekend. Like you've just said, we have the Varsity Football Women's Tournament this weekend in Potch of Sturm. And, yes, TUT definitely strong uh last year and the year before, so winning the competition twice. So we're expecting a, a great show from them, if not uh, them winning it. 
Yeah, we mentioned uh, last time we spoke uh, about the, the women's football. The format's slightly different to the men's competition. Eight teams divided into two pools. There's a Group A and a Group B. Uh, the two teams who finish top of each of their groups face off in the semi-finals. The winner goes through to the final, and it's pretty much played over over the weekend. So it's it's all done and dusted in the space of a few days. Uh, a pretty heavy playing schedule, but uh, I, I'm sure the ladies are, are really looking forward to it. Yeah, look, the ladies are really looking forward to it. And like you mentioned, the format's a little bit different because we're still growing the women's format, however. Last year we only had six teams. This, this year we've got eight. So 2017 we might see them playing a full eight-week tournament. Who knows? But the ladies definitely looking forward to it. Um, we're hoping for a great showing. You say that you, you're growing the, the women's side of things. It, it doesn't mean that the, the quality of football is going to be that bad. There's a, a couple of big names. Some, some of our Banyana Banyana players could, could get some game time this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Banyana Banyana girls that are at the equivalent universities will definitely get a chance to go out and play. So as much of a full weekend as it is, it's a lot of game time for a lot of ladies that have either sat out or haven't been playing the game of football this year. It's also a great opportunity for, for some of the players to get, get exposure. There's, there's television, so who, who knows where, where this, could, this could be the start of, of a great career for some of the players who are going to be showcased this weekend. Yeah, Danny, look, um, we are on Supersport Channel 210 tomorrow with the first two games. We have uh, UP Tux going up against TUT, the defending champs, at half past uh, four. And then following that, UWC versus the ladies from Potchester and Picker. Uh, following up then at 6 o'clock. So if anybody, anybody is in around the Potchester area, please come through, support the ladies. Otherwise, catch us on Supersport uh, 210. Yeah, it's always a, a great day out catching up with Varsity Sports. So, yeah, if you are in the vicinity, I definitely suggest getting down to Potchester this weekend. Uh, it, it should be a, a great spectacle. There's always a lot of goals around uh, when it comes to, to ladies' football as well, though, Buffs, isn't it? Yes, uh, I mean, last year the ladies' tournament had more goals than the gentlemen. This year has changed, however. But it just shows that the ladies are really putting a lot of work into football. And look, like you said, if you're around, come through, enjoy the day with us, come support, cheer the ladies on. There'll be no um, ticket pricing or whatever. It's all free. Come through down to Potterstrom at the, uh, is it the Northwest Pug Village Stadium. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, taking place, uh, I've got it here in front of me. It is, uh, is it the Farney de Troy, I do believe? The Farney de Troy, yes. That's We've got the, the A and B field. We'll yep. be using those fields starting from tomorrow. It is Thursday. We've got fixtures on Friday and Saturday as well. Like you said, it's a shorter format. So after this weekend, we'll know exactly who sits at the top of both um, Group A and Group B. And they'll go on to the final and join the men to play on the 2nd of September. Awesome stuff. Babs from Fundisi, thank you so much for joining us this evening here on SFM Sports Chat. Best of luck this weekend. Enjoy the football. We look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks so much, Bobby. I look forward to our next uh, conversation. Hi, it's John. Leave a message. Hey, I thought you were joining me at the seminar. You're probably working late again. A word to the wise. Work smart, not hard. And smart's using professional banking from Nedbank. My banker does it all, like arranging my car finance, giving me tailored investment rates. She's just an email away, or we meet face-to-face. It's great, unless you like call center music. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Join Nedbank today and make the things that really matter happen. Plus, stand a chance to win your share of 5 million rand. Open a professional banking account, move your salary, and get 10 entries in the draw. Simply dial star 120 star 762 hash to enter. T's and C's apply. We are an authorized FSPN registered credit provider. Make things happen. Nedbank. 
Yo Master Chef, giving you a glimpse of your favorite celebrity's family life through the kitchen. Fridays at 9 p.m. only on SABC3. This Heritage Month, take pride in South Africa's legacy and never forget its value. SAFM, treasuring our country's rich heritage. I am the pulse of the nation's future. I am the bridge to a better tomorrow. We are. The promise of all our land can be. We are UWC. The University of the Western Cape and the SABC are joining together to respond to a national need to support students. The Access to Success campaign taking place from 25th August 2016 is to invest in tomorrow's leaders today. For more information, visit uwc.ac.za or sabc.co.za. From hope to action through knowledge. SAFM Sports Wrap. Springbok coach Alice Kutsia will be announcing the Springbok squads just after 7 o'clock this evening for the test, uh, the Castle Lager Rugby Championship test against New Zealand this Saturday. And Springbok assistant coach Johan van Kranz admitted that the box have fallen short in matching the All Blacks over the last five years. He said that in order for the Springboks to gain parity in their Castle Lager Rugby Championship test at AMI, AMI Park in Christchurch, the box will need to eliminate mistakes and apply pressure throughout the 80 minutes of the match. Uh, for the past five years, you know, we, we came up short uh, on a few occasions, uh, losing the game in, in the last few minutes. You know, they're a fantastic team, they're a fit team, and they keep their calm and pressure quite a lot. Um, you know, so we've got to focus on our game to make sure... You know, we eliminate all mistakes, um, do what we do well, um, and try and apply some pressure on them, uh, which is a difficult thing to do. Uh, very good rugby team at this stage. Van Kran showered praise on the All Blacks and said they were rightfully the best team in the world, and the box are looking forward to Saturday's test against them. I'd like to think they're a brilliant rugby team. You know, they've got a fantastic set piece, a very good scrum. Uh, you know, the line-out and the line-out contesting is definitely the best in the business. You know, uh, they've played so many test matches together. Uh, you know, the 9 and 10 are pretty special at this stage. I think Bowden is probably one of the two or three form players in world rugby at this stage. You know, the way that the centres came in, uh, you know, to come in for Nonu and, and for Smith and for Sunnyville, you know, the back three are solid as always. So, fantastic rugby team. Rightly at this stage, the number one side in the world. No, but like I said before, uh, we're looking forward to the test match. Uh, South Africa versus New Zealand, always a pretty special test match, and they, we've got to do what we've got to do. Von Kran says the Springboks need to assert their strengths on the All Blacks and at the same time must avert playing towards the strength of the ABs and must be able to absorb the pressure that the world champions will apply on them. You know, obviously we believe that we've got a few strengths and uh, you know we want to force that on, onto them. I'd like to believe that every rugby game has got its own character. It's a different ball, a different field, a 30 different players, a different referee, so... You've got to apply pressure, and this is test match rugby. You've got to be able to take pressure and apply pressure, and you know the team that does that the best for 80 minutes will win the test. Obviously, you've got to stay away from some of their strengths, try to apply yours. You know they're a fantastic rugby nation at this stage. You know they've won the last two World Cups. They've got a fantastic coaching staff that are team to keep the continuity quite well. Uh, the succession planning are, are very good. You know, if you just look at their current side, it's not a lot of injuries. Uh, it, it seems like they're in top form. 
Van Kran believes that building a successful rugby team takes time and will take experience in playing together for the Springboks to become a dominant force in world rugby again. Van Kran cited teams in Super Rugby like the Bulls, Crusaders, Brumbies and Chiefs along with the success of the All Blacks as examples of the patience required to be successful. You know, at the Bulls it took quite a few years and you know, all credit to you know, Anika and his coaching staff and, and the players back then. It took six or seven years uh, to win Super Rugby for the first time and you know, another two years to win it two more times. I mean, if you look at the Crusaders, how long it's taken them in terms of Southern Hemisphere Rugby. You know, a team like the Chiefs, they've been together for four, five, six years now. If you look at the successful Brumbies teams of the past, if you look at New Zealand right now, you know, the, the quarter-final loss in 2007, came back uh, together for eight years, um, won that World Cup, you know, when Steve took over, I think it was close to 100 test matches, the assistant of the All Blacks, and then he began the head coach, you know, and they've gone from strength to strength. So to answer your question, I think it takes, it takes time, um, you know, uh, experience you can't buy, and the only way that you can get that is to play test matches together. The Springboks have been heavily criticised in recent weeks following their losses to Argentina and Australia. Van Kran said it's to be expected from a country like South Africa that's rugby mad and expects their team to be number one in the world. Van Kran says it's important to learn from a team like New Zealand. Oh, you know, we've got a fantastic rugby mad nation in South Africa that demands results and that loves to see, to see this, the Springboks win. Obviously, you know, that's our job to win and to perform. And that's what we're here for, and that's what we've got to do, and that's what we've got to deliver. No, it's not easy, but uh, that's our job, and uh, that's what we've got to do. You know, we're a proud rugby nation. We'd love to be number one, and at this stage, we, we are chasing number one. Rules um, passing, you will be tested. Um, and that's why you coach. I believe that's why you play, is you want to be measured against the best, and um, you want to come out the best uh, from your side. Uh, so that's why, you know, my big thing about New Zealand is, is respect. I respect the way they do things. I respect the way that they conduct themselves. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap, and I'm afraid I'm not the bearer of good news. Lucas Atole going down in that bronze medal match uh, to David Wagner. He led uh, the opening set by six games to one and then lost the next two. So the final score, 1-6-6-2-7-5. He was 5-1 up in the third set as well. Uh, he'll be absolutely livid with himself for letting that one slip. But Manfred Seidler will have updates for you throughout the evening. We'll have more sports for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. Coming up on the other side of your 7 o'clock news, it is the talk shop with Naledi Malaya. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chetty. Thanks for listening. Cheers.